Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now. Now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and hey, Meve, plus you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Five, four, Three, two, one. Happy New Year! We're going to wrap up the Why Won't You Date Me holiday special. Today I'm releasing my live streamed episode with Nina West from Behind the Paywall. Nina West is a drag queen who competed in season 11 of RuPaul's Drag Race and was named Miss Congeniality. You can also catch her playing uh, Edna Turnblad in the Tony winning musical Hairspray, now touring nationally. I had a very nice time with Nina. It's very fun. It's an extra long episode for your ears. Okay, let's get the deep song. this what a treat okay so this is a live virtual episode of why won't you date me a podcast where me nicole byer tries to figure out how i'm still single even though every time i lit a candle you could blow it out and go lights out you dumb bitch (laughs) boy i'm my own biggest fan it's uh it's delightful also i'm doing a question and answer at the end of this, so there's like a, there's a thing, uh, it's a thing, uh, to the side, I think. You know me, I don't ever look at an email to tell me any information. <laughs> Anywho, my guest today, oh baby, I'm so excited. They play six on RuPaul's Drag Race and was awarded Miss Congeniality. She's a drag queen, a philanthropist, a wonderful Ohioan. I I think Nina still lives in Ohio. Whatever, it's <laughs> Nina West. 
Hello. Hi, Nicole. I'm living my full fantasy. I just got to a hotel to do this podcast and I put Nina in bed because she was really sleepy. So she's like right behind me. Oh, she goes and all. I mean, she's here. She's here. I love it. Honestly. Hi, Nicole. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited that you agreed to do this, Nina. I think you are so wonderful and fun and I don't like campy in a way that makes me smile. You you know, um, do you remember when uh, we met in person the first time? At the airport? Do you, uh, do you at the airport where <laughs> you, you, you came up to me and I was like so in my own world. We I had just landed we they come into LA to film the finale of season eleven, mm-hmm. and you'd come up to me, and you were so kind and incredible and so funny, and you and you hugged me, and then we we uh, we bonded uh, outside for a little bit. Yes, <laughs> I was afraid <laughs> that. <laughs> well, like at first I was like, I don't, I don't look like me. I'm out of drag. I don't have a wig. I don't have any makeup on. I look like a little boy in a hat. And I was like, hello, I like drag. Uh, Nina West, I like you so much. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't recognize you. You know what it was? It was the glasses. Mm. It was the glasses that drew me, and the and the and the little baseball cap. I was like, <laughs> this is the cutest. <laughs> but it was so. I was so thrilled to say hello. And meet you. And then we got to hang out more, yeah. We did. We got to hang out at um, the Comedy Central Emmy party of 2019, one of the last nice, fun parties, uh, industry parties I got to go to. <laughs> and you look gorgeous. You were there with, when you were there with Sashir. Yes. And yeah, and we, and we had some cocktails. Mm-hmm. That was a night, too. I felt like I was really spoiled because I've not had a ton of, like, uh, I've not had a lot of experience doing those Hollywood party gigs, right? So mm-hmm. um, I felt I got really spoiled by, you know, getting to hang out with you and Jackie Tone and just a lot of really great, nice people who were, like, just really like, a really good time who just wanted to have fun. It was really great. Now you're hanging out with a bunch of assholes? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> Should, do you want me to start naming them? Are we are, yeah. are we at that point already? <laughs> <laughs> Nina, where where are you? You said you landed. You're at the hotel. Where are you at? I, I, I'm at I'm in New York City <gasps> here for uh, some some work. You know, now that COVID evidently oh. is kind of almost over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm in the Big Apple. Um, so. <sighs> Yeah, trying to catch up on life. I'm so jealous. I wish I was in the Big Apple. Instead, I'm still in L.A. (laughs) But that's great, right? Come on. I mean, you've been really busy. You've been so busy during this last year. Yeah, I've been busy, but I'm tired of my house. I'd like to leave it to go anywhere. Uh, But truly, I'll be in... I'll be in your neck of the woods. I'll be in, I think, Cleveland, Ohio next month. Yeah, and Cleveland's close. I, I yeah, uh, you're about two hours north. Aren't you coming to Columbus too? At some point, are you, are you coming to Columbus? Maybe I don't read an email. I'm not thorough. <laughs> uh, somebody will remind me, and then I go, "Oh, I better buy a plane ticket of sorts." <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. That, I mean, that's very me. That's very me. I need someone to keep me in track. I mean, it's hard. Do you have an assistant? I don't you know um i really it's been a crazy a crazy year for me i i got rid of my management company okay. in the middle of covid yeah i just said you know what i need to mm-hmm. i think i need to make a clean break and um i have been kind of doing it alone and then i went and um do you know bianca del rio i went and worked of with uh, bianca 
I mean, everyone knows Bianca, right? And she's got this amazing friend who's also her assistant. I'm like, I just wish I could get this shit lined mm-hmm. up and like kind of get like the, the 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 jive of that, like in that groove that like I don't I don't have that. So it's like a perpetual. Oh my god, I forgot to reply to that email, mm-hmm. and like I'm like, you know, like I'm trying to manage it all and do it all, and um. So it's it's I wish I wish I had the skill. Like Bianca's just got it down, man. Mm-hmm. And I was just really thinking about that. I'm like, ah, of course you're the best. I mean, you're just like you're like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> I, I wish I wish I had some grease in my wheels. I mean, <laughs> I wish I was an organized person. I was truly saying today. So I was like looking around my room and I was like, okay, I have a pile over here, a pile over mm-hmm. here, uh, a stack of papers over here. I know what's in all of them, but wouldn't it be nice if I had the organization skills to put it all away? <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's what makes it fun because when you go to like a pile and the bottom of it, you find something you've been looking for for like three years and you're like, oh, there it is. <laughs> and then you're like, oh shit, I didn't deal with that one thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That one- <laughs> no wonder my credit's so bad. <laughs> I, can't, I, mean, I can't find any of the bills to pay. I mean, that's so my life. <laughs> hard to pay a bill. They need to start putting them in I like fun colored <laughs> envelopes. So I'm like, ooh, purple, what's this? Oh, it's Capital One. They want their money. <laughs> Right. I mean, I legitimately am that girl. I for, I like and just get so wrapped up. I'm like, I mean, and I know it happens once a month, but you'd think like they'd change it. Right. Like it just it would make sense if it was just on a different like my schedule, mm-hmm. because I think my schedule would be much more appropriate. All right. Three months later, I'll pay the electric bill. There's no late fee. <laughs> like, I mean, how great is that? I wonder why that's not an option. Like you can pay two percent more. To pay on your schedule. I mean, wouldn't that be lovely? And then it, it wouldn't would go against be. your credit. I mean, like, I just am, because I, I am not the kind of person who just wants to, like, succumb to what the man wants mm-hmm. me to do. You know, like, it's, you know, you know give me, I don't want them at this month's schedule where it's on the 15th or it's on the 1st. Or, and that's not for me. I'm more of like a Mm-mm. 28th or yes. a 4th. Yeah. Five months later. Yeah. Like, you know, and just catch up to Whenever me. I fucking think about Thank it. Thank you. Whenever. <laughs> All mean, right. I should. Yeah. <laughs> If you think about it, credit is just wild. So if you have bad credit, they go, you're not going to pay. We're not going to give you shit. But it's like, just give people things and then be like, oh, you got to go. You're not paying. We give you a nice little cushion. You get a little grace period. Then you got to go find something cheaper because you're not paying. I mean, we're t- I really thought we were going to come on here and I was going to talk about like getting screwed. And this credit is really probably the main way I get screwed every single this time. This is foreplay, okay? Where we talk about credit and how uh, capitalism is a fallacy that uh, doesn't make any fucking sense. You're trying to tap into me. You're like, Nina, you're a lady of a certain age. Let's talk about credit. <laughs> Well, let's get into it. So, are you single, dating? Oh my God. What is it? Tell me. Nicole, it's it's um tragically single. Oh. I think drag is like the, at least for me, I mean, you know, drag is kind of like not, it's not the great equalizer. It allows me to walk into a room and have someone go, oh, wow. Aren't you, you're, you're charming, attractive, and confident, and you're dressed up like a woman? Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> like, that does not... It's not a, it's not the thing that I think, um, I've just not had a lot of luck. So I'm like single mm-hmm. and I think I'm, I go, I, don't, I go through bouts of being so like, oh, yeah, I don't need anybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look at me. Look at what I'm like. I've got this. Look at what I'm, and then I'm like, why does no one want me? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this, <laughs> it's like this, 
manic bipolar relationship status though. Yeah. Like I can't understand why. Yeah. So I'm single. So long story short, single Nicole. Well, I feel the same fucking way. I was scrolling through Instagram <laughs> yesterday and I like came across this woman who I follow who always just seems to have a boyfriend. And I was like, we kind of look the same. We have the same body type. You always have somebody. Why? Why? And then I was like, Nicole, go eat some ice cream and get a fucking grip. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's sometimes you look at other people's papers and then you get sad. And then it's like what that person has isn't necessarily what you would want. I mean, look. I am, you know, I, that I do that, I do that like doom scrolling where, and for me, it really is like, I, I get into a habit of, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I get into a habit of like almost comparing. It's like, damn, mm-hmm. how are they so happy? Mm-hmm. How is this all happening for them? And, and then I'm like, I do exactly, what, I check myself because it's like, shit, like I can't, like, this is just like a, this is a never ending cycle. Mm-hmm. And I've got all these other, you know, I got all this other shit happening that really does matter. And to me. And then, you know, like, I think it'd be, I mean, I don't know. Relationships are in and of themselves their own work. And so it's like, do I really want to put in that? Like, it's like this. I can barely pay a bill on time. Do I really want to have to? (laughs) Do I really want to have to have accountability to somebody who's going to tell me I'm not paying my bills on time? I already know that. You don't need to tell me. (laughs) I don't even know what being in a relationship is like. Like, sometimes I'll fantasize and I'm like, what? What is it? Like, truly, my fantasy will be like, hey, babe, I want to eat a salad today. And then he goes, okay. And I'm like, mm, is that a relationship? <laughs> Do you announce what you're going to eat every time you eat? I don't know. I think that's why when I go any, like, especially over the last year, when I would go anywhere, I would have a really, almost like a heart-to-heart conversation with everybody I was encountering. Mm-hmm. Because first, I was in a, my bubble was super small. So I'd go to the grocery store. My my best friend's boyfriend partner was my grocery clerk. They mm-hmm. might as well have been. <laughs> it was an 84-year-old woman. <laughs> so, you know, like, I, I, would, I would walk in and be like, how are you today, Gina? And she, she's like... She's like, I'm so good. And I'm like, this is what this is what exactly what I need. I get my groceries, mm-hmm. I get to talk to you, and I go home. And you don't even eat my groceries. That's the best part of a relationship. I mean, <laughs> I bought so many groceries during this pandemic and didn't eat most of them. I would say I didn't eat 75% of them. I ate all of my groceries <laughs> and then some. Well, I, would <laughs> I, like, said, <laughs> I would buy like arugula. And I'd be like, I'm an arugula girl now. I'm going to make arugula salads. And then I wouldn't do it. No, because you know why? No one wants the peppery deliciousness of an arugula. No. Give me ice cream. Give me mm. the brown frozen fries. Give me the pizza. Yeah, that's, that's all I want. I mean, seriously. Like, I, you know, like pizza is comfort. It's like, you know, it's going to be bread. It's going to be tomato sauce. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cheese. That's what I want. I want a relationship that's comfortable. I don't want to like have to get to know people. Like I'm talking to people on apps because like the people are out. They are ready to meet up. They're re- honey, they're vaxxed and they're ready to spread their love. They are. But like in a way that is annoying like these these men are trying to like get to know me on the app and i'm like there is no get to know me let's fucking meet somewhere and get to fucking i want all of my holes filled this summer constantly i have to tell you i knew i knew 
nature was healing when I saw a tweet that said, I just made my first dick appointment. It was the author, <laughs> Nicole Byer. <laughs> I was like, and life is getting back to normal. <laughs> Where am I, am I see- She <laughs> has a dick appointment. And I got to say... <laughs> He was interesting. So we, on this date, he told me, we were just talking, and he was like, you know Nefertiti? And I said, yes. He goes, Nefertiti? I I said, yes, I know who Nefertiti is. He said to me, Nefertiti's an alien. All black people are aliens. Hieroglyphics is pointing to the sky because we're trying to get back to where we came from. And had he been not black i'd be like this is a hate crime you can't say this to a black person but he was black <laughs> so i just said you don't say you know i was just like i i gotta get fucked so like you can say whatever you want to me okay no but wait where I, no, this begs the question where how did you meet because like what application was oh, this we met online what was the app like how do you can i ask you what the application of choices not this is this is not branded friends not paid so don't like <laughs> unless, unless you hear this and you're like we want to throw money in nicole's way then, well, then it's like then it's real i don't say it then tell no, no. me text it to me and i'll be like oh, okay judgment well i'll just tell you like hinge hinge is the one for me uh i feel like tinder is more like hookup friendly but not as of late as of late people have been like so when you look at the stars, what do you think? And I'm like, of dicks. Fuck me. I don't want to. I, I don't want this. <laughs> when you look at the stars, what do you think? I see balls. I see shaft. dick. Big Dipper. <laughs> fucking scoop my Big pussy dipper. out. Okay. <laughs> I mean, where? what can I ask you? What hemisphere is that in? Because I'm not seeing the same goddamn stars. Really? I can use some help. It's right in LA. You look up in the sky and you're like, ooh, that's a pussy scooper and a dick. Yum, 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 But uh anyway, this guy, I want to tell you, he like we didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things. He said a lot of things that I was just like, hey, listen, I'm along for the ride as long as you fuck me. And then when he finally did, oh boy, was it a treat. It was as if he was making a pizza pie. He like threw me up in the air. He was like, he was pretty big and muscular. And mm-hmm. when I say he like tossed me like a raggedy and all, that's what he fucking did. And I was like, this is everything I've needed. But then I was like, after maybe it's not everything I needed. Maybe I needed a connection <laughs> with someone I actually like. <sighs> oh boy. So wait, so but the question, I mean, like, listen, I mean, that's the constant battle, right? Because I mean, like, every time, like, when when I would have a gentleman caller, it'd be like, God, I afterwards I'm like, I just kind of feel like unfulfilled. Yes. You know, but but there's you're also, you know, you're meeting another need, right? I mean, mm-hmm. but the question I have the question of Nicole, is he like a regular? Is this like, is this someone you're gonna I don't see? Think is, he gonna, so. is he gonna is he gonna need the is he gonna need the dough again? He's not, no. No, I just, I don't think I could listen to him again. Do you know how you, like, listen to someone? You're like, you are drying me up. We need to go somewhere and fuck before, like, there's, I have to, like, rethink my whole life. So I don't think he's going to be a return customer. Uh, But, yeah, that's all I want. I want, like, a regular, you know? What is the the Cheers theme song? Everyone here is a friend. No, that's not how it goes. (laughs) 
Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows you. Nicole, welcome yes, back. Yes, yes. <laughs> I want a man who knows my name. I'm happy to scoop out your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that I want. What are you looking for in a relationship, Nina? Oh, God. Uh, someone who can like just handle themselves, I, I think, against me. It's, relationships for me, I think, kind of like what you're saying. It's not that I want a relationship. I think it's the ability to have somebody there that is a friend who also has other roles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I have plenty of, I've got plenty of roles. I mean, so I mean, uh-huh. us to have multiple roles. I've got plenty of roles. <laughs> uh, but I think I need somebody who's confident enough to just kind of be my friend who wants to also have sex mm-hmm. every once in a while. And maybe more so than not. But um, uh, <laughs> I don't think I want um, a relationship because I don't think I'm, – I'm just in really in flux right now, you know? And I think after Drag Race happened, Nicole, it, like, and I know you probably know this from being friends with so many of the queens from the show – like and your life changes so quickly. And so you're just kind of just trying to hold on to whatever's going on. Right. Cause I had this whole other career mm-hmm. previous to drag race and then drag race happens like, bam, bitch, go. <laughs> you're like, where am I going? I don't know what I'm grabbing onto. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm like, you're just kind of flying in the middle of space. You're like there's mm-hmm. a big dipper. There's a pissy scooper. There's like, you're just trying to figure it out. And, um, I still am. I'm still kind of trying to figure it out. And like I made a mistake. True story. I like I came back from filming Drag Race, and I was like, "Oh my god, my whole life is about to change. I've got to find somebody, and I've got to nail them down. I got to get the dick, get it, like nail it down. So, so I'm like going into this like grounded, and confident, and in a relationship, and that's exactly what I did. And that was like one of the big mistakes I made was that I I, I kind of met this guy, I fell in love with this guy. And I was like, all right, I was moving so fast right before the announcement. And I was trying to keep kind of like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm, look how balanced my life is. And it was like falling apart because I couldn't, I was so out of sorts and I couldn't pull my shit together. But I, I feel like I understand that, that mindset to be like, my life's about to change. I don't know mm-hmm. who's going to want me for me, who's going to want me for uh, this persona that's on television. So let me grab someone here who knows me from the before time so that they're mm-hmm. with me for the ride. I fully understand that. But I do understand how it, like, you know, could implode and not be the best choice. Oh, girl, I was just like, he was lo- a wonderful guy. And I just was like, oh, obviously, we're, we're going to go get married. Like, I, I don't even know you. And two, like, two months in, I'm like, I think we're going to get married. Don't you think we're going to get married? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I think we're going to. I'm like, and then all my friends around me are like, Girl, slow mm-hmm. down. What the hell is happening? And I'm like, th- this is the guy I'm marrying. And then um, eventually I'm going to move and he's going to move with me. Mm-hmm. And we're going to live together. And I mean, it, it was, I went crazy. I went so crazy during that time period between filming and announcement that it was like, oh shit. And then everything, and then they were, we were announced and it was like, oh, this relationship's not going to work. <laughs> It's not going to happen. This. Because uh-huh. <laughs> you're a different person. Yeah. Like, it. people say fame changes you, but it does in a way. Uh, even if you are the, the most super grounded person in the whole fucking world, having people come up to you in the street does something to you. Especially, like, in the beginning. You start to be like, oh, I am, you know, 
I am wonderful. Yes, these people do love me. And then it kind of takes you a minute to like settle into it. Well, you know, I I also, I was confronted a lot with, oh my, you, you've changed so much. Mm. And I also recognized that not only was this a big change for me, it was a big change for everybody around me. Mm-hmm. And so everybody around me was also going through change and reacting to my change and having their own kind of process and growth. And it kind of like really shook the, like it completely shook all of my, like my framework of like mm-hmm. what relationships were stable, what was uh, like, where could I, like who could I trust? And what was it like, you know, what was the basis of any relationship at any point? post this everything Mm -hmm. had changed and i do agree with you yeah like i changed and like Mm -hmm. i think it made me better i think it made me more aware sometimes i like to feel myself okay a lot of the times (laughs) i like to feel myself i'm like yes but mostly i also recognize that a lot of these people that were in my life before this who knew i wanted this i mean Mm -hmm. like right that's part of my story i was i auditioned for nine times and i really wanted drag race and um so there, everybody in my life knew I wanted this. Mm-hmm. And then it was this process of kind of, of having those relationships really change as a result of my, of this happening, knowing what the change would be, mm-hmm. right? Super meta, but everyone's, everyone started to be like, well, this is going to happen. And their reactions weren't, you know, were just a big change. Mm-hmm. So wait, you auditioned nine times? I think I knew this. Honey. How did you make each audition tape different? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I think that's why it took me nine times. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, I was like, I, they're going to want me eventually. Let me just go ahead and redo the same thing I did last year. But like, that's the thing with Drag Race. Like, I I don't think I knew what they were looking for because I would always look at who won the previous mm-hmm. season and be like, oh, part of me does that. And, you know, part of me is kind of like uh, Jinx, right? I'm campy and mm-hmm. crazy and fun. Part of Part of me is like Bianca. I can really MC and talk to a crowd. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just really play that up for the season seven audition because she had just won six. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so I was trying to figure out. So then like when Violet or Aquarius won, well, shit, I'm not the skinny white fashion girl. <laughs> so it's like, well, okay, so I won't play that You up. were like, oh my God, what do I do? Paint a face on my leg and just have my leg on there to be a, a skinny white bitch? That's what I'm doing next time. Thank you for the idea. <laughs> We're going to take an ad break. We'll be right back with more Nina West after this. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I gotta say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, 
Did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better, and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions, and flirt with the locals. Me encanta, muchacho! <laughs> Without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. So after Drag Race, things changed. Do mm-hmm. do like do you have clown chasers? I think that's what Ben de la Creme called. I call them chuckle fuckers, people who chase male comedians who are like, you look like a dumpster, I will still fuck you, I'll suck that dirty dick, I love it. Uh, but a clown chaser, <laughs> someone who follows drag queens around, do you have clown chasers? Yeah, I think we call them, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, we used to call them panty sniffers. Oh. They'd be like, oh, you know, they'd be sniffing around, because they're sniffing around your panties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so they're trying. They're trying to get a whiff. They're trying to get a whiff of the panty, and I'm like, "Girl, that you're gonna take a sniff of this. It has been mm. in these pads and in these tights mm. for hours. It mm. smells like vinegar, potato chips, Ooh. and, and regret. It smells. Ooh. You don't want any of it. Um, but yeah, I think there are. I am really, um, I, I like just tone deaf to uh, a sexual aggression and mm-hmm. or like a, in a, in a public space. I'm just kind of like. Whatever, everyone's here. Everyone's so nice. I'm here to say hi to everybody. Uh-huh. Hey, so you could be someone could be slapping me in the face with their dick. I'd be like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. <laughs> so great to have this time with you. Thank you. Um, you know, I just I'm not. I am just not attuned to it, and I don't mm-hmm. know if that's because, like, I just I like you know I don't know. I, I always don't feel like people are in interested in Andrew mm-hmm. or Nina sexually. Yeah, I, I mean, I've never done that, though. Like, I've never had sex and drag. Why? No. Why would I? No. <laughs> no. No. No, that's not me. That's not the fantasy I'm living at all. See, we're very <laughs> so, like, different. If that was, like, a next question, I'm like, what? so wait, so you get so you get into character? I've never had sex out of drag. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had wigs fall off. Uh, I'll put them right back on, but uh, you know, I do, I do the makeup and everything. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's me, face down, wig to the sky, trying to get, trying to get booked. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> oh, she's passed out. I have, she's like on a, on a, on a slow roll. So no, she's done. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never done that. And you know, it's like it's such a funny thing because you know, I think like with drag, people think. I, I get this a lot. It's like, I think, especially with people who are encountering the show who are not a part of the LGBTQIA plus community, mm-hmm. I don't know if they know how to like process 
what drag is. I think they still question how someone gender identifies and or Mm -hmm. sexually identifies. And so like you get all still, there are a lot of questions around like, Oh, you know, so you, you know, you want to be a woman or you Mm -hmm. are, um, you're having, you are sex, you are sexual in your character. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, um, no and no, but yeah, but there are, but there, of course there are cross sections and crossroads to every piece of this that have, you know, kind of a, you know, some kind of layering to that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, no, but for other people that I do know, yeah. And like, it's, um, I think, but that's what complicates the, the performance part of it. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, you know, like people want to layer it to put things on, which I know this is like no, nothing strange to any kind, any kind of like performance or stand up comedian, performance artist, anyone who does things in front of you. They are, it's very, very, very subjective. So mm-hmm. they're already putting anything on you anyway. So it seems to be hypersexualized in a, like a drag environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see. So you haven't had sex in drag, <laughs> but have you met no. someone during a show or like at the club or the the theater venue where they were like, I would like to see you when you were all out of the makeup and we could do it. Yes. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Hello. Yes. Ugh, that perks. Truly there are perks to the job. Hardly ever happens to me. <laughs> hardly. Really? Well, well like, I just went high. I went really. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. Really? How how was that really? possible? Well, no, because like, you're sexy and like you're on stage you. and you're doing your thing and you're confident. I'd be like, if if that if I swung that way, I'd be like, damn, like this is like how sexy is this? Uh, I think that's thank you. That's a, that's why gay men like love you. Well, <laughs> I mean. A funny woman, I think, is the least attractive thing to a straight man. A confident woman, I think, is not very attractive. Also, I tend to move pretty fast. The last dude I dated, I don't know, it was like two and a half months in. I was like, can we just lock this down? And he was like, oh, Dios mios, I chased you, and now you're chasing me. I don't want this. And I was like, all right, well, uh, let's keep fucking. And then the pandemic hit. What a beautiful excuse to get out of a relationship or a budding relationship <laughs> or a dating ship. Sorry, I can't see you. Global pandemic. <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Because I know so many people who got into relationships as a result of the pandemic. So Don't I know it. I have friends whose relationships were strengthened through COVID. And I was like, isn't that nice? Then you got to like double down your love. Isn't that nice? You were already in love and now you're like more in love. <laughs> I realized this is like a week ago at the airport. I got into a fight with this man and I was like, Oh, I think I'm just, like, sexually frustrated at this point. My, like, Theragun isn't doing the job. My Hitachi Magic Wand's not doing the job. My Tracy's Dog Clit Sucker's not doing the job. My G-Spot Vibrator. I'm I'm trying to keep up. I'm trying to keep up. (laughs) But, okay, I'm going to tell you this story, and it may seem like it's my fault. And I'll take, yes, it's my fault. So, okay, I'm at the airport. I'm picking up my friend's sister. And this trio of, like, G-wagons just cuts in front of me. And one of them almost hit me. And I was like, oh, you just had to be in front of me. So then I pushed my car right up to their bumper <laughs> at the red light. And then 
press the gas so they knew I had hit them. And then I did that several <laughs> times. And then he hopped out of the car and he was like, oh, we going to have a problem. And I just said, you just had to be in front of me, didn't you? And then he was like, oh, we going to have a problem. And we said that numerous times back and forth. And then he was like, you do that again. I'll pull you out. I'll drag you out of your car. And I said, no, you won't. I'm too big for that. And then he got back in his car. <laughs> And my friend was like, don't do it again. I don't want you to get murdered. And I was like, what is he going to do? Rip the doors off my car? He's not going to do anything. <laughs> and then I continued terrorizing him. And when I got home, I was like, I think if I got fucked, I would just, I would be normal again. I would be a normal human being and uh, a productive <laughs> society member. But <laughs> in that moment, I was like, oh, this man, this man wants to be in front of me. I want him behind me, literally. I want a man behind me just fucking me and my face is like <laughs> going into the headboard in a way where like maybe i'm hurt maybe i'm concussed concussed we need a nickname for this we need a nickname for this kind of behavior because i think anyone who's listening to this right now can relate especially if especially if you were single during the last 14 to 15 months mm -hmm. so what what, what what could we call this the, the sad <laughs> Uh, the, the buyer method. Yeah, the buyer <laughs> method. Let being, them have it. Let them have safe it. safe <laughs> until you don't have to anymore. Were you dating during COVID? Hell no. <laughs> I barely left my house. I, hell no. I, bar I literally barely left my house. I had one person in my bubble. And I think that by the time, again, when I saw that tweet, when it said, I made my first dick appointment, I was like, I have permission. Mm -hmm. I'm vaccinated. I have I'm looking to my goddess. I have permission. <laughs> you have permission. Get out there. Talk to the people on the apps. I gotta say. But you know what? That is that is a game, girl. That is such a game. Going on the apps and like with <laughs> and trying to talk to people and then you send them your face picture and they're like, Oh, <laughs> you're fun. How are you? How was the show? What's Silky like? Was RuPaul really nice? I mean, it's like, oh my God friends oh no so you're getting that you're getting people who who just want to know about the show yeah oh i mean because once they see it's me they're like oh she's the nice one she is so mm -hmm. friendly and she's so kind and i am and i really am <laughs> like like that's the thing but sometimes even nice girls like to be bad yeah i mean i mean isn't that that's like the whole thing about greece Sandy, 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 and then she's bad, Sandy. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not Courtney Act though, so I, I think I do with that in Australian accent. <laughs> <laughs> what is the most annoying question that people ask you from Drag Race when you're trying to be on the apps? Um, they'll say, um, oh, they'll go meh. I get, okay, oh my God, that like follows me. That like the and like I usually love it, but then when you get a Matt and the response to okay, oh hey you're like this you're like oh yeah oh oh he's really feeling this oh I think it's time because you're feeling it. you're you're building it uh -huh. up and you're like now now do I let him know like now do I send the picture okay, mm -hmm. I'm gonna send my face picture and then you get a meh response to your picture you're like now wait is that because they said it to me on the show or because you really don't find me attractive sir just be direct yeah. and let me know so that way i can know how to talk about this with my therapist <laughs> <laughs> i feel like if you send somebody meh you have to explain the meh i know it's from the show but like 
It's like you're a human being. So it's like meh means, oh, I don't like this face that I've now seen. And you're like, okay, mm. this is mm. bad. All right, cool. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I usually say, well, you know what? I really did lose that lip sync. And it's a tough <laughs> song to, li- to lip sync to. You know, try It's a mid-tempo bop. i mean i think it's tough a mid-tempo anything give me high energy or give me a ballad tempo funk yeah you know what's your ballad okay if you were gonna if you were gonna perform okay okay, this is a double prong question you're gonna perform a ballad and or have sex to a ballad for the rest of your life it's gotta be the same one you can't like pick two songs you're like okay you gotta perform this and fuck to it i mean probably Unbreak my heart. <laughs> That's so sad. Yeah, I'll be writing and be like, "Say you love Do. me again. Undo <laughs> this hurt you cause with you." And he'll just be like, "Oh my god, uh, she's fully intense." <laughs> she's. <laughs> okay, what That's song for one. you? Oh, probably something like uh, like a like a Bonnie Tyler like making love out of nothing at all. It might as well be like just the theme to my life. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> making love out of nothing. That's basically. I mean, hello. <laughs> okay, for the rest of this year, what is something you want to manifest in regards to dating, relationships, and fucking? Uh, that they that dating relationships. You know, I could. I'm pretty confident to do. You know, we can still keep you in the place that I've put you. Fucking mm-hmm. yeah! Let's 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 see the return to that. You know, welcome back to 2021. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. I think for me, it's been uh, like uh, it's been. I think this really weird kind of relationship to try to like convince guys that I am. I'm fun and I'm great and I'm cool and I'm more than just whatever especially for you know people who consume the show they're like oh you know like I'm more than that I'm like all of that and mm-hmm. more so don't you want to have fun with that I mean because that's so much fun <laughs> um, but also right part of the job I think that I have to do when I'm out like my job for myself is to like also not beat myself up because I'm not I can't hold myself to the standard of somebody who really actually only only knows me from that side and only Mm -hmm. wants to know me from that side and only wants to kind of measure me in that regard and doesn't get to know the full me like and I'm beating myself up about I'm like I'm not you know like or I'll again like I said I get trapped in these comparative games Mm -hmm. wait a minute you know I'm I'm pretty goddamn great I'm pretty fucking cool I do a lot of really cool shit I I have great friends who you know support me and lift me up and like I got you know I pretty much got my shit together Mm -hmm. and Dude, you don't want this? Fucking great. Because you know what? I can do? go focus on something else. You know, go focus on the next guy who's going to say, meh. Because that's the best damn part. And I'm looking up at the stars saying, God, I need a pussy. What is that? Pussy scooper? <laughs> I need a pussy scooper also, and the big dicker. Can I tell you? I also was like saying pussy really weird. Because you know, it's a word I never really say. <laughs> that is very funny. That you're like, pussy. 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 I mean... I can borrow so much of that from you because I'm never like, great, on to the next. I'm always like, they don't want me. Okay, well, I better talk about oh, it in therapy on. for the next year. I mean, like, I got my own baggage, man. Like, I carry it. I, I re- literally, literally, if, if, if physically, if you want any indication of the kind of person that I am, I 
I've traveled with three full-size suitcases because I can't make a decision on what I'm going to wear at a performance or what wig. I, I mean, so like imagine that in a relationship life. It's not like I'm just like going, oh, okay, next one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, of course, I'm like toiling over it and like absolutely fighting my feelings about it. But in the in a, a, a conversation like this, it really does give me the ability to like even find strength in it and say, you know what? It just doesn't. Like, why do I do that to myself? Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't fucking matter. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, in the grand scheme of things, I'm like, I am an independent woman. I make my own money. I get to travel the world. I get to perform mm-hmm. for people who like me. Uh, I get mm-hmm. to act in really cool shit. Uh I get to wear fun wigs and butterfly clips. Like, I don't really <laughs> need a man. But, like... You know, when you get in bed after all that, you go, huh, wouldn't it be nice to tell someone about my day? So I guess I I could just, you know, talk to my dog more often. Although today I was talking to him in the car and then I was like at a red light and someone was just staring at me. So I held him up to be like, I'm talking to him, which made me seem (laughs) even crazier. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because that completely makes sense. It completely, Nicole, it makes sense because you're like, I, and then I get caught up in this whole thing of like, do I want a relationship because that's what I want? Or is it because mm-hmm. I'm told that's what a successful, healthy life looks like is you have, you're able, and then it then goes into the next question of can someone actually have it all? Can mm-hmm. you do it all? You know, and I'm like, well, wait, I think I can, but I haven't done it yet. So it makes me wonder. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I start, like I go down that, like, you just saying that makes me go, but does that make me want a relationship because I want one? Or mm-hmm. is it because I'm told that's what success looks like is when you have a relationship or something. But I'll tell you, honestly, it'd be a lot more fun to talk to somebody what? in bed about my day than just go, okay, well, um, good job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, you did good today. Good night. You yeah. by yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess sometimes I... I do want a relationship because I'm like, oh, that's a societal norm. I'm I'm 62 years old and I've never been in a relationship. That's crazy, you know? Uh, mm. But then also I'm like, well, who cares about a relationship? It's a very complex and very annoying <laughs> cycle of thoughts that goes through my head. Not every day, but some days I'm just like, oh, I want it. Then I'm like, oh, I don't want it. Because like I look at my friends who are in relationships and I'm like, I don't necessarily want what you have. I want, I guess, my own version of that. Damn. What? Damn. <laughs> I know you're not talking about me then. Damn. Because I'm one of your friends who's not in a relationship. My, so, okay, that's not me. My friends listening are okay, like, cool. oh, wow, I guess uh, Damn, they don't Nicole. like my significant other. And the answer is not really. <laughs> oh, damn. No, but you know how you're just like, wow, you guys like fight a lot in a way that doesn't seem fun. But, like, it seems to work for you guys? Mm. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I'm trying to manifest right now a good a good relationship with someone who doesn't necessarily know exactly what I do, like, is aware of what I do and understands that I travel and I talk about my life a lot. But it's just, like, happy to happy to be with me. Can I ask you, how do you negotiate that when your picture is on every Netflix across the world? Like, how do you, like, you're like, I want someone who just kind of just is like, you know, kind of like they're aware, but they don't really know. And there you are, <laughs> like a blue jacket. <laughs> well, most <laughs> of the people like, click gone... on me, watch me. 
most of the people I've gone on dates with don't don't really know who I am. Uh, yeah, for the most part, they're like, oh, I'm like aware of you, but I've never seen this. Like your face seems familiar to me. I've seen your face, you know, next to John Cena, but like I don't really know what you do. That begs the question then, like, why would you want to date somebody with terrible taste? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> also, can you imagine Can you imagine sex being like the wipeout ring? Oh, my God. Jump on the dick slide. I mean, that would be like... I would do it in a heartbeat. I would absolutely slither <laughs> and slide around onto a dick. If the end of the wipeout course was a big honking dick, I'd be like, you have to let me do it. You have to let me on that course. You know what? I just want to really practice. I want to show everyone it can be done. <laughs> That's all I want. I just want a big, fat, juicy dick. I'm so horny. I truly hope, because like I go back to touring next week, or not next week, next month in June, and I'm like, okay, do I put on my Instagram? I'm like, straight men, come on out. <laughs> come on out with your big old dicks because uh, mama is not even taking applications. You get to straight to hire. You know what you should do, honestly, is you should run a contest in every city and have all these wonderful <laughs> queer people who love you and embrace you be like, okay, challenge to my LGBTQIA community. Bring a beautiful, single, straight man to my show, and I will determine if they get a, if they get a date. And I it could be a, like, like a "Why don't you date me?" like part like ancillary product. I feel like that's like <laughs> setting myself up for failure. It's a lot of work. Anytime I've like opened my DMs because I go through my DMs because people will send me nasty things to say on the podcast. They'll be like, "I have a friend for you," and then they'll send me a picture of like a cutish person in like a Star Wars shirt. And I'm so sorry if you buy a Star Wars <laughs> shirt. That means you too into the franchise, and we can't date because I have some hot takes that you're not gonna agree with. Okay, no, wait, hold on. So that, this is uh, deal breakers. Now, all of a sudden, you're going into deal breakers. What are your deal breakers? I Because I've got, like, three. Okay, wait, what are your deal breakers? Breath. Okay. Breath, number one. Number one, breath. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I mean, like, once, I mean, I'm getting past a lot of the other things. Oh, like, if, if I'm getting close enough to you to smell your breath. <laughs> <laughs> I've already, I've already been like, yes, you've got, you're, you're, you are my type, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but. Breath is a big one. It's okay. a huge one. It gets almost, I have like a heightened sense of smell. Oh. And then so it's kind of, and it's just like smell, like funk, just kind of just the smell of funk mm-hmm. just gets in my nose. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then it's in there. It's like burned in there. So <laughs> that experience, I'm like, so like, if it's like, if if I like smell myself like after a show i'm like oh god i smell really bad i can't be around anybody uh-huh and then i have to go do a meet and greet it's the same kind of experience if your breath is that hot i can't <laughs> like number one i love that this hot, is your I mean, number dragon. one deal breaker breath oh yeah because it could be like tonsil stones or it could be oh. like i mean girl you don't know what you're dealing with could this be like a very serious thing wait what are tonsil stones Oh my God, girl, you don't know what tonsil stones are. So you get food in the back. Are we really having this conversation? You get food (laughs) particles lodged in the back of your tonsils that fall into the pits of your tonsils if they have not had them removed. And then they're kind of like stuck there. And so it becomes a stone. It becomes like hard. I'm not a scientist nor a doctor. So friends watching, do not quote the Nina West definition of this because it's Google it. But then it gets hard and then it smells and it provides the like the whole. 
like it's like it's like having um one of those sensory experiences in like a movie theater right where you're like hit like a oh look it's a, like oh the skunk will happen mm-hmm. they spray the skunk smell basically that person is walking around spraying that skunk smell everywhere they walk because they have tonsil stones oh, and i no. apologize to people who have tonsil stones it's tough wait but. so food just like <laughs> stays in your throat like back here oh I mean, it's a really hard th- it's a hard thing to like probably manage and i'm trying to make accommodations and i feel bad that i said that to pe- about people you already said it you hate tonsil stones if you got tonsil stones <laughs> keep keep on stepping Nina don't want it you know what Walk across to the other sidewalk. Not even near me. <laughs> okay. What's so, your, so give me one of your deal breakers. Okay. One of my deal breakers is, yeah, like Star Wars t-shirts. Okay. Just That's, like, I, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't want it. Oh no, Nina, do you have a Star Wars t-shirt? I feel like, I feel like you and I can never date. I feel like I packed one. Oh my God. Wait, did I? Oh my God, Nicole, I feel like I have one. Yeah, I just, I, I, someone who likes Star Wars enough to wear, to wear, to wear it. I'm like, I, I just, I don't think we're going to have anything to talk about. And then also, okay, you, you said you have a Star Wars shirt. I'm going to say it. I, think. I just, I don't think you have, or not you, you personally, read me. people who wear like Star Wars things. I'm like. Do you have personal style? Why are you wearing something that's like you can get at any old place? Like, why not? So, like, I have a shirt from the first strip club I ever went to that I found vintage uh, baby dolls in Kansas. And, like, I wear that because I'm like, oh, that was a fun experience that, like, Mm -hmm. other people might not know or, like, have. But, like, everybody likes Star Wars except for me. Is it? Yeah, what? I'm not. I don't want to like, I don't want to, I'm not a therapist. I don't want to really go deeper into that. I don't want to find out what did, what happened with you in Star Wars. Was it the Sith Lord that sound like Sith? It's, it's Darth Vader's helmet coming off and he looks like bubble gum. He looked like chewed up fucking bubble gum. Okay. Also, they cut Darth Vader, or no, Anakin's legs off. Not Anakin. Uh, what's his name? Um, it's Anakin. When he gets his legs cut becomes, off. Isn't that, that's Darth Vader, isn't it? You're, I, now you're now you're testing me. I feel like this is like a, actually an elaborate ruse to test my knowledge. Wait, who plays Darth Vader in the prequels? It's um, Hayden Christensen. Yeah, when Hayden Christensen he gets his legs cut off on that lava planet, and then Ewan McGregor's like, "I'm just gonna leave you." And I was like, "You gonna Not leave the this lava man? planet? Not the lava. It was a lava planet." And then his face got all burned up, and he's like. Oh. And I was just like, this, who wants that's this? Somebody, he had, that's somebody who has tonsil stones. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, my deal breaker is Star Wars, cargo shorts, like uh, oh. just people who don't have their own personal style. Like I like a dude who like wears clothes that fit. If you wear clothes that mm. fit, you could talk to me. But if you're wearing baggy bullshit, get the fuck up out of here. I get that. I, get, I mean, I don't get that, but it's hard for me. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Ooh, we're going to hear more of Nina West's Deal Breakers right after this break. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. Shift gears in your wardrobe without a complete and expensive overhaul. Dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops and premium jeans, sweaters, outerwear, vacation fits, you name it. For just $98 a month, you get a choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I like Newly a lot because... Sometimes I don't want to like own a sparkly thing because I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to wear it more than once. Also, I have a ton of sparkly things and Newly is very good at like having a sparkly thing that I'll wear once and then I can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DATEME20. Just go to Newly.com, N-U-U. L-Y.com that's newly with two U's and enter the code DATEME20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code DATEME20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Spring is the best time to start a new workout routine. It's our yearly collective warm-up, and Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm-up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards whatever you're looking for. Okay, Peloton can accommodate your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Even if you only have five minutes, there's a class to get your body moving, and I have to stress how important that is. Five minutes is better than no minutes. Peloton has a range of class types fit for every goal and mood. Move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations and guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can just jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day because that's what it is, a journey. And listen, Peloton has everything you need to get to where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, uh, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton is something for you. Ooh, the Peloton classes I like to do are strength training. I also like the yoga because um, I'm always trying to get more flexible um, because I love doing splits because I'm slutty. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at (laughs) OnePeloton.com. What's your second deal breaker? Um, It's like... Face, uh, I love facial hair. Mm-hmm. Like I love, like I love, like you tend to like an older guy, you know, okay. like a daddy type. Um, okay, daddy. Okay, daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like. It's like when there's like stuff stuck in the beard, Ooh. and that's much more common than not. Like you can walk through. I, again, someone who walks through an airport a lot, you're just like, <laughs> which is like the best people watching. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I just I couldn't. It's like you get close to somebody, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's not going to work out. <laughs> good thing I got to go catch my flight. <laughs> good, good, good thing I'm over here at this gate and you're at that one. See you later. Have you ever <laughs> fucked someone at the airport? No, because I feel like it'd be like that whole political scandal. Do you remember that? The Minneapolis airport, the senator, somebody had sex. They're tapping their foot in the stall. I think that oh, every time I go to that yes. airport. I don't know what that guy's name was, but I think that every time I walk into a male restroom at that airport, I'm like, someone's going to be tapping their foot. I, I think mean, every time. 
if someone were to tap their foot at me, I'd be like, what do you need? Do you do you need help? I would never think it was <laughs> like sex. <laughs> toilet, you want toilet yeah. paper? Do you need a tampon? What do you need? I would think that they'd had AirPods in there probably just tapping their foot to a beat. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, wonder what yeah, they're looking yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, shitting on beat. Do 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 blue blah. Pooping on the street. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, deal breaker number two is... Uh, Shit in the beard. Yeah, what's yours? I think my not shit, not like actual literal shit. Just no, like no, 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 like uh, like little crumblies, <laughs> little, little thingies, uh, little uh, little trinkets, trinkets, um, leftovers, remnants. I think my second deal breaker might be like your nails, like not you. Mm. I, I'm saying you, like their nails. I don't like. I don't like long, unkempt nails mm-hmm. with like dirt, like visible dirt is a, a no no. Um, like when when they, I know people bite their nails, but if you if you can't just run a file over that, mm. and they're like bottle cap up, like their little bottle caps, I I don't want to be cut by your fingers um, or your like jagged toes in bed, like that uh, grosses me the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a. Yeah, I agree with that completely. 100%. Yeah. Okay, what's your third deal breaker? Um, a third deal breaker is anybody named Steve. Mm-mm. I'm just kidding. No Steve? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. If you're a Steve out there, I'm single and ready to mingle. Um, no, I think... <laughs> uh, my third deal breaker is, pro- is probably the... There's a certain point where I know where the, like if someone wants to talk about drag race. I dated this guy who only wanted to talk about drag race. And it was like, mm. so like, it's kind of like spotting those. I mean, but if we're, is it like physical? I mean, nails are a really good one. Um, <laughs> nails. I mean, that's a really good one. I think that's, a, I mean, what's your third one? Okay. My third one, I think is just like not being able to like hold a conversation because that sprouts out into like, do you have interests? Do you do mm. things? Do you have friends? Uh, do you articulate with these people well? Uh, so yeah, like if you can't hold a conversation, I tend to feel like you might not have as full of a life as me. Like if you, if I even, if I'm like, what's your interest? And you're like, honestly, like I went on a date with a man who I said, what are your hobbies? He said, I don't really have hobbies. I work the night shift at this location and I sleep during the day. And I said, I think that's called depression. And maybe you should go to a therapist. <laughs> I was just trying to be helpful. And he was like, therapy's for rich people. And I was like, okay, I don't see this working in our future. <laughs> and it turns out it didn't. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> Turns out it did. It didn't. It was a bad day. Just smile. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's yeah. That doesn't sound great. And I'm glad that he's not in the picture. Yeah, there is nobody in the picture. I wish. I wish. You know what? Maybe I'll like. Okay, so here's what I did. I went on Etsy and I found this psychic who will draw your significant other. But in the directions, it says, do not show this to anyone. Do not do not. It's for your eyes only. Don't you dare show another person. And I was like, oh, this is because you were just sending out the same drawing (laughs) to every single person and over again. 
let me tell you, I went to a psychic during, it's really funny you bring that up. I went to a psychic during COVID and she kind of did the same thing with me. And she said, okay, are you single? I think you're single. You are? Okay. Mm -hmm. Now what I want you to do, I want you to go get on all of the applications, you know, go get on all of them. Don't put a picture up. And I'm like, I don't already, I already don't put my picture up, but don't put a picture (laughs) up and then start talking to people. And if someone messages messages you with the letter J in their first name, that's who you're supposed to be with. And I'm like, what is this craziness? <laughs> Just like, mm-hmm. side note, Nicole, nobody with a name that starts with J has messaged me. So guess uh, she's wrong. <laughs> no, but maybe she's right. Maybe J is coming because I saw a psychic. I wonder if it's the same psychic. Who's yours? Who- it probably is. Is it a psychic from The Real Housewives? <laughs> no, I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't that much money. But I saw him on The Real Housewives of Potomac. He was talking to, I think her name's Robin. Yeah, Robin. I haven't watched it in a minute uh, because the new season, I like got caught up and then it's been, whatever. So uh, I, I made an appointment with this man. I can't remember his name. And he told me that I'm going to uh, have a relationship with someone with a J in their name and I'm going to meet them at the end of the year. Maybe all psychics just tell you J. I mean, don't you, don't you think that's weird? A little, but I'm I'm holding out hope. The end of the year, be, I I just like burped. <laughs> Did I you totally, hear that? <laughs> I totally heard it. I was like, I was like, well, maybe no one just heard it. I, was, <laughs> I can't believe my body betrayed me like that. It was like, burp. your body's telling no lies tonight. <laughs> Truly, in a way where I was like, usually I feel a burp coming on, but my body was like, gas. Burp. <laughs> Well, if Jay is watching, Jay, Jay, that was for you. Jay is like, my number one deal breaker is women who cannot control their burps. Uh, So I, for that reason, I'm out. Uh, (laughs) You're lost, Jay. You're lost. You're lost. (laughs) But yeah, I'm waiting for it to happen. Uh, I was told that this month uh, things would be changing and there are some changes going on in my life. So I hope to meet Jay by the end of the year. Did they give you any kind of like circumstance with what you would meet, Jay? Because that's like what I always want to know, right? With a psychic, I'm like, so like, is there, do you see anything? Is it a setting, right? And they'll like try to paint a picture in the broadest of strokes. Mm-hmm. Okay. He said I was going to meet someone on a show that I work on, but I do voices on it. So I literally don't interact with anybody. So I don't know how that's going to happen. Because when you do voices on a cartoon, yeah. you just go in, you know, you just go in. Record it by yourself and you record and then they mix it together and it's like you're talking to people. So I don't know how that's going to work. Could it be a sound engineer named like John or Joe or Jim? better believe every time I go in for a recording, I go, remind me of your name again? (laughs) First and last. And I haven't run into any J's. Do you really? Yes. No, you do not. Yes, I do. Oh, I'm, ma'am, I am looking. Mary, Mary, that is so good. That is so good. I am looking. I am not leaving any stones turned up. No, un- you're, I'm not. You know what? What is this? You're not leaving any tonsil stones unturned. <laughs> yes, I am getting to all of the tonsil stones. Okay, Ooh. Nina, we are going to. Uh, we're going to take some questions from okay. the people watching. Okay, here we okay. go. Okay. 
So here is the full question before answering. Samantha Irene from California asks, how was your dick appointment? I I did answer this earlier. And honestly, it was delightful, delicious, everything I needed. Very, very sexy, sexy, sexy man uh, who I did not get along with on a <laughs> intellectual level, but it's okay. Um, okay. Avery and Rob from Calgary. Ooh, Canada. Canada. Oh, Canada. (laughs) Canada. Uh, Nina and Nicole, after COVID is calm and it is safe, describe your ideal post-COVID date. Shall it be sexy time only or are there other fun things going on? Nina, what is your ideal post-COVID date? I think um, pizza and foreplay. Probably. Okay. <laughs> I mean, pizza from I, where? A chain or locale? Oh, well, you know what? This is the thing. If you're in an, if you're in another city, you go. So where's the best pizza around here? And then hopefully they take you to a pizza hut. Because <laughs> <laughs> honey, you know, I Honestly, like a deep dish with a stuffed crust. <laughs> and that's all sexual. That's all. <laughs> Um, I think an ideal post-COVID date for me would be, you know, I was never a rooftop or outdoor drinker slash eater, but now I like it. If there's foliage, there's lights, it's a moment, I'm here for it, it's, it's a real treat, I'll do that, and then go back to your place where you can fucking pound me until I don't know my name. Preferably, I think she wants everyone who's watching and listening to this to make sure that they have a Darth Maul cosplay ready to go. <laughs> Darth Maul. Yeah. She's like will... Vader. She likes Maul, though, for sure. Yeah, I like Darth Maul. That's that man who rides a scooter. Yeah, we're going to say that. Sure. Whatever, whatever, whatever meets your fantasy. That's what we're here to do. I'm, I'm here to be like, I'm here to be like your hype man. I'm here to like be like, I love. So like it. when I come out to LA, I'm be like this. Nicole Byer's about to enter the building. Where am I? We're gonna go to Comic Con. Oh, oh my god, we're going to Comic Con and we're going to find you love. This, this is a challenge that I'm totally accepting. Uh, we're totally Yikes. doing this. Oh, uh, we're Honestly. totally doing this. <laughs> No, because you're going to be so uncomfortable. It is so good. It is such a good idea. <laughs> I think it'd be really awful to go to Comic-Con and try to find a date. That's why we should do it. Listen, you th- right. let's do it. Are you, are you kidding me? Me and Nicole, okay. Comic-Con. I'll do it. <laughs> I would do so it, good. but I it don't think so I'd good. find anyone. I think I think you're so wrong. I think you're so wrong. I think you're wrong. I don't <laughs> think I'd find anyone at Comic-Con. <laughs> it's like a love story, because then you're going to fall in love with somebody, and you're going to be like, how am I going to deal with the fact that they dress up like Darth Vader every fucking year? <laughs> I get it. This totally going to happen. They're a stormtrooper number seven. I have to... <laughs> I have to <laughs> He's back there polishing his uniform. I can totally see it happen. I I would be so mad. Colin from Nova Scotia asks, Nicole, what is your dream acting or hosting role? And how can we make this happen for you? I mean, uh, I get to be on a really cool TV show that's going to be on in the fall. And that's a dream. So it's already happening. Can't help. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I want to be in movies. That'd be fun. What's your... Nina, what's your dream ideal TV hosting? What would you? What do you want? I mean, I just want to continue. I, I mean, I, I kind of want everything that you know kind of comes my way. I say yes to almost everything, and I'm just trying to like feel it out and figure out where I'm going. I really want to do 
I, movies. I think that'd be so much fun. In and out of drag. I think it'd be really great to do some hosting gigs and, you know, take a take a page out of your book. She wants to be a host. You heard it here first. Nina West's <laughs> Drag Race. Don't why you, you could throw throw me to the Vipers. Like that's gonna be so good. That'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like ever like Nina West's best friends drag race. <laughs> <Nina. laughs> oh, honestly, you could do that where it's like the whole point is like, well, I just want a new drag best friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end you win a dog. <laughs> They're like, this is going to be your actual best friend. <laughs> Come on, Fido. Michael from Philadelphia asks, for both of you, what was it like navigating performance opportunities that were less safe during the height of the pandemic? Ooh, well, I didn't do anything that wasn't safe. <laughs> I didn't either. I only did yeah. things that required a COVID test, um, stayed local, and then took care of myself. Like if I was on set and I felt like someone was being irresponsible, I would literally narc on them <laughs> mm-hmm. or I would just like remove myself from the situation and be like, I'm gonna go hang out in my trailer till, you know, shit's right out here. Yeah. That's the same, kind of the same thing for me. I didn't do anything. Um, and mm-hmm. then like the first time I did a show was in person was last week. Um, after like the day after the announcement was made about COVID restrictions being lifted. It was like, I, mm-hmm. I just, I, the only thing in person I did was season 13. I flew out and I, I quarantined for two weeks and then was COVID tested yeah. like six times before I went to uh-huh. set. And like I was like, this, yeah. I feel safe doing this. I feel comfortable doing this. And I don't want to put anyone at risk, nor did I want to be put at risk. And it was like, mm-hmm. it didn't make sense to me. So, yeah, yeah I'm just getting Drag back. Race was no joke because uh, I did that during the pandemic mm-hmm. and – like they were their standards was what I took with me everywhere I went. I was like, mm-hmm. if we're not doing it like this, you're wrong. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're right. 100%. I was like, we all, we walk with shields. Like if we're not testing enough, I would say things. I was on one production where I was like, I think we should be doing um, lab tests and the rapid tests. And then they were like, okay, sure. So, you know, you got to like advocate for yourself, mm-hmm. which is, I have no problem. I'm loud. Thank God, though. You know why that's great, though? Because there's some people who probably don't have the courage to be able to speak up mm-hmm. and say, I feel uncomfortable because no one else is saying anything, too. And I'm just so thank God, because mm-hmm. if you didn't do that, somebody who was probably very uncomfortable would, would have been kept in the same situation. So you, you're an angel. I'm an angel. Catherine <laughs> from an angel. California asks, do you think there's an ideal time of the year for a proposal to your partner? What would you want your proposal, assuming you're open to marriage, to look like? Uh, would you want to be the proposer or the proposee? I don't know if there's an ideal time. I mean, tie it to something that I think matters to the couple, maybe. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice answer. You know, like, oh, I love when we did this thing in the spring. Mm, yeah. I want to be proposed to on a plane. Why? Um, because then everyone has to pay attention to it. <laughs> That's so good. That's really good. Now I want to be proposed to on a plane. It's a captive yeah. audience. No one can go anywhere. You're hijacking the plane with your proposal. That's awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to make it really miserable for everybody who's single. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm still single, because I'm like, I want you to suffer. When I am happy, you get to suffer. I'm kidding, but I do want to get proposed to on a plane. I So you want to be proposed to? I think I do, too. Yeah, I would hate to ask someone to get married uh, 
just because I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I will die before I tell someone how I feel. Um, they have to say it first. I'm not telling you. I just, I, I won't do it. Uh, Brian from Ohio. Ooh, do you know Brian? Probably. Everybody knows everybody in Ohio. <laughs> do you know gay Brian from Ohio? <laughs> I actually probably do. I'm sure I do. I hope you do. So, okay, Brian, Nina's best friend from Ohio, says, Hello, love love you both to death. I went through a breakup during quarantine, and I'm having a hard time jumping back into the dating scene now that I'm vaccinated. I'm not ready to go back to the gay clubs, and it's hard to look past the selfishness. I saw members of the community before vaccines. Where do I start? Listen, you start when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's... I think you listening to yourself is absolutely right, and I think maybe just uh, start by going to a coffee shop or sit going mm-hmm. like to a gay neighborhood taking walks when uh you know if you've got a dog go to a park or if you don't have a dog get a dog no don't get to but yeah if you don't have a dog get a dog so you go to the dog park it's that's such a great way to meet people it, it if nothing more than just to have interesting conversations mm. maybe i should go to the dog park more i bet jay's there at the dog park waiting <gasps> oh, i want Jay's at the dog park just waiting for me. I want I want his name to be Jonas. Jonas. Your your, your Jay is Jonas, I think. Or Jeremiah or Ooh, Josiah <gasps> or Jebediah. I hope his name is Jebediah. I'm already in love with Jebediah. I've already played Come it on, out Jebediah. Everything. Come on. We have to go out to eat. Jebediah, I'm ready. <laughs> Jeb- <laughs> Jeb, stop it, Jeb. <laughs> okay, Is- Isabella from Rhode Island asks, "Hi, Nicole and Nina. Are you two limiting your dating search to the U.S.? Nicole, I'd love to see you on one of the million different ninety day fiance spinoffs. LOL. Uh, I can't fathom being in a long distance relationship no. after being single for so long. I'd be like, Are you? No, I need someone, a warm body in my fucking bed. Okay." Okay, look, after COVID, though, I'm sure I could do a long distance relationship and be like, do you want to FaceTime? Okay, cool. Oh, no, meeting I'm over. done with Zoom. <laughs> I, yeah, I know I could do it. I know I could do it. <laughs> but I think I'm- I love that meeting <laughs> over. Goodbye. I'm going to sleep. Meeting over. Bye bye. I don't like this. Bye bye. <laughs> okay, let's do. Okay, so Walter oh. said, do you think John Cena would ever do the podcast? No, he's a rather private person. And I respect that. He is so hot. <laughs> he's very, very, he's very, very pretty in person. I Yeah. Yeah. He, like, honestly looks like he walked off a billboard into, like, the room. Like, he looks... You know how some people look different from camera to real life? He looks exactly the same. So I would be not disappointed. I like that. You would not be disappointed. No one would ever be disappointed because then also he's like really nice. Yeah, that's the best. Oh. And then you're like, yeah. you just want to be friends and that's that'll be work good too. I'd like to think <laughs> he's my best friend. Really? Let's do one more question. Okay. Ashley from Boston asks, Nina, we didn't see many roasts against you that were very unique for the season 13 roast. How would you have roasted yourself? Um... I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, can I tell you that was such an interesting experience too? Because it was like, I wish. I mean, like they went there. Those girls went mm-hmm. there, but they just weren't funny. Like, and I'm totally mm. down for the joke. 
if the joke is funny. Like Mick was mm-hmm. incredible. You know, I don't know if I'd roast myself. I don't want to give anyone the. I don't want to give anyone the ammo to like go in on me. You know. I think that's rather smart. Did that joke land flat as flat uh, in person as it did on television? Girl, when it it was this whole set, and it felt. I think they what the editors did a really good job of was capturing the moment, and you mm-hmm. really did. It was dead silent and you like i still like my skin is like i'm getting clammy at the suggestion of being sitting at like on that stage and remembering i can't even imagine how utica feels i'm sure she feels like it terrible about it and you know per yeah. her social media would suggest but <laughs> well the whole you speak whale thing i was like it's a joke from finding nemo mm-hmm. and you just gotta figure out how to make it unique and different and like interesting uh, <laughs> asking RuPaul to stand up though that got me good girl you should have been in the room <laughs> like, that got me good <laughs> there was a beat but- there was a beat where everyone was kind of like what's gonna happen and then they were like <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I mean, the room erupted. It went, the room went crazy. It was. <laughs> Boy, I mean, that wow. Was good. That, it was I, so good. It, that's savage. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> but I really wish, I mean, there's only so much coaches can tell the girls when they're, you know, doing the competition. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I wish someone had said, you can be mean. You just can't be mean for the sake of being mean. There has to be some sort of uh, twinkle in the eye or something. So it's not like, oh my God, this person's being an asshole. Yeah. There's gotta be a nuance to a roast. Roasts are hard. And mm-hmm. that's, and like, you gotta have some nuance to it to bring the funny. And it can't be like, yes. the, like Ashley suggests it's like, right. I've heard this joke, you know? And like mm-hmm. a, a thing to do would be like, yeah, watch the experts, watch someone like Bianco in drag or like bunny mm-hmm. or like watch those old roasts, right? Watch some Joan Rivers. But yeah. Don't take don't take their jokes, you know, like figure out what's funny yeah, don't about take yeah. them. But like, yeah, figure out, you know, what a setup and a punch is. Um, I got to say, Lady Bunny makes me laugh so hard. She's, she's so, so funny. She's Ugh. so good. She's so and she's so quick. Her brain so quick. She's like, is this funny? And she'll just say something. You're like, oh, you're brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is, like, don't, don't ask the question. Is this funny? You're funny. <laughs> like. Oh, She's I really love great. people like that who just mm-hmm. like are instantly like, oof, oof, that's good. Yeah. Fire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Nina, we've come to the end. I ask everybody this. I feel like I've only missed it maybe three, three times. But would you date me? The real question is, would you date me? I've got that Star Wars shirt in my closet. <laughs> I mean... If you burned your Star Wars shirts, yeah. Yeah, I would date you. But honestly, I would not date you or go out with you while you wore it. I'm never... I'm I, Listen, I'm getting rid of them all because you know what? I'm dating you. We're together now. <gasps> yes! You heard it here first. I'm dating Nina. Worst. One step closer Wait. to John Cena. <laughs> you have... A whole street named after you in Ohio, don't you? Yeah, isn't that crazy? It's really crazy. That's fucking cool. It's really cool. Um, it's really cool. That Columbus is a really great community and a really incredible city. And if people have never been, it's this little progressive blue dot in the middle of the state that is like 
it's art centric and it's really young. It's where Ohio State University is. And it's just so the energy is really great. And I got on Drag Race and they're like, we love you. Here's a street. <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. That's so <laughs> this nice. Is crazy. Yeah. I want a street named after me in New Jersey. Someone make it happen. <laughs> I'm on I'm it. kidding. It would never happen. I'm from a very Republican part of New Jersey. <laughs> what part? Middletown, Middletown, New Jersey. I'm from Lincroft, which is a little a little town inside of Middletown. I don't know. It's fucking weird. It sounds great. It sounds picturesque. And someplace they have. <laughs> <laughs> it was fine. It was a nice place to be raised. Will I ever return? Probably not. Anywho, if you like this episode, why won't you date me? You can, because um, I think this will come out. I think we're going to put out all the live streaming things at the end of the year. Uh, but anyway, if you send me something nasty hitting on me, I will read it. This person said, Nicole, you sweet foxy giggler. <laughs> Please let me part the per- the pussy curtains to your blooming onion and writhe my brawny tongue all over that clit like a powerful fish dying in the bottom of a boat. Three long fingers will burrow up into your gushy folds as I sink a hand into you like I'm exploring a bounce castle in ecstasy and feel your heartbeat ricochet down my arm. How far are you going? Your pussy will drip like an overwhelmed AC unit in Miami. Put that dimpled velvety ass in the air. Hey, it's not that dimpled. So I can (laughs) pop my... My cock into it like a porky pig at the end of a Looney Tunes and then carve you up like an industrial corn thresher. I don't even know what a corn thresher is. But he said the word carve. I think this, I don't think it's going to (laughs) work. Yeah, I'm not trying to get fucking cut up. No, I'm cute intact. I don't think a la carte pieces of me is good. Yeah, when you say you're, when you say take Nicole in pieces, she doesn't mean in actual pieces. (laughs) No. No, I'm not Ashley Simpson come to life where I'm saying pieces of me on a Monday. I'm waiting. And by Tuesday, I'm fading. And by Wednesday, I can't sleep with you. Can you can you believe I know so much of that song? <laughs> with you, I fall so fast. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope can last. Oh, uh. <laughs> Feel like I finally rest my head on something head real. Head on something real. I love the way that feels. Oh. I wish I could sing. I cannot. <laughs> well, that's it. Thank that's you guys so much for watching. Um, and then when this is released just as audio, thank you for listening. Okay. Bye bye. That's it for Why Won't You Date Me with me, Nicole Byer. Why Won't You Date Me is produced and engineered by, oh, the sweetest woman I know, Marissa Melnick. It is executive produced by other wonderful people, Adam Sachs, Joanna Solotaroff, and Jeff Ross. Thanks for listening. I love you. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you next Friday with a brand new episode. What a treat. What a dream. <laughs> This has been a Team Coco production. Ah! 
Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. 